0: something that you talk about so brilliantly you know is anxiety and you're mm. so open that you've struggled with it for 30 years and you know you talk about that as in projecting worry into the future you know when we start to become anxious and almost every single parent that I speak to every single day says some version of I'm so worried that my kid's not going to be okay and I think I've got this unique moment where I'm speaking to a mother of three grown-up children and this world leader in personal development and someone who struggled with anxiety, how can you help that parent, you know, and I'm probably asking this for myself, who worries a lot about their kids?
1: Well, I think it's a good thing to worry about your kids. And the reason why we worry about our kids is because our parents worried about us. So we assume that's what it means and what you're supposed to do if you love your kids. I think worry, you know, is an important thing and it's important if it's productive. So if you're worried about something and it motivates you to change your behavior or put in a new process or to do something for the better, that's a good thing. But if your worry is more of the ruminating self-destructive type that keeps you up at night, that's a terrible thing. And here's the other thing. Your worrying isn't keeping your kids safe. I need to say that again. Worrying does not keep your kids safe. Having a concern about something and then taking action to put some sort of system or structure or something in place is a thing that could keep your kids safe. Like one thing that I can give you an example is we have a daughter that's going to college, university in Los Angeles. And my husband and I have the controls on our iPhones around sort of working hours and putting this phone on silent, because I, you know, have a lot of try to keep a lot of boundaries with my phone. Otherwise I'll be on it 24 seven. And all of a sudden I started to be really worried. Well, what if one of our kids needs us? What if our daughter can't reach us? What if this, what if that, what if the other thing, and you know, you can let that kind of thing consume you, or you can Google, how do I set up silence on my phone so that certain numbers can come through? You know, like there's literally that kind of thing. So, there's steps that you can take to address the underlying concern without consuming yourself with the what ifs. Another thing that you can do that I think is just wildly, wildly helpful is when you catch yourself going, What if this? You know, what if that? What if the other thing? What if they miss the bus? What if they get run over by the bus? What if that happens? What if this happens? What if they don't get invited? What if this mother does this? What if they get abused? What if, when I catch myself doing that, I go, What if it all works out? What if they do miss the bus? And it's the best thing that ever happened because it teaches them that they're going to be okay. What if they do forget their lunch? And what if they have to ask a friend to share? And what if they learn something from being able to ask for what they need? What if it all works out? Completely flips the dynamic. And here's the single biggest thing I learned as a parent And I learned this because I made the single biggest mistake when my kids struggled with anxiety. I, whenever my kids were worried or on edge or upset about anything, would swoop in and rescue them. Oh, you're worried about your math? Okay, let me help you out with this. I'll call the math teacher, don't worry. Oh, you're worried about the coach? Oh, well, let me run in. uh, Oh, you're worried about this? Oh, well, let me go run and buy you new shoes. Oh, you're worried about the sleepover? Well, you can do a sleep under. You know, like it's just... Constantly. Oh, you're worried about nightmares. You can sleep on my floor for six months. You can sleep with mommy. It's okay. No, 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 no. Do not make that mistake. And let me tell you why. Number one, fears are normal. Your job as a parent is not to remove fear, it's to teach your children how to face them. When you say you can do a sleep under, you're saying, I don't believe you have it in you to do a sleepover. When you say You don't have to go to school if you're anxious. You're saying, I don't think you're strong enough to go to school. And you are also making, I need mommy as a coping mechanism to any uncertainty in life. You are locking in, I feel uncertain, make mom deal with it as a new habit. Anxiety, by the way, everybody, is not a disease. Yes, you can be diagnosed with general anxiety disorder. But in the traditional sense of feeling anxious, having sort of general anxiety day in and day out, that is a learned behavior. That is a coping mechanism to uncertainty. You allow yourself to get so worked up that either you opt out so you don't have to face the uncertainty, or you get so worked up that mommy comes in and rescues you, and now you don't have to face it. And look, it is hard. It is hard to stand outside of your 10-year-old's bedroom, which I had to do and say, I'm just going to stand in the hallway, but you're going to sleep in your own room. Of course, you can come down and wake me up if you have another nightmare, but you're not going to sleep on the floor of my bedroom.
0: That is just so helpful. You don't want to know why?
1: Because I believe in your ability to face this. You are stronger than you think. Yes, I'm going to support you through this. Another thing that you can do instead of like intervening with coaches and teachers is do what you should do as a parent which is not rescue your children. Sit down with them and help them think through it. What is it that scares you? What do you think you could do? Let's rehearse options. If A happens, what do you think we should do? If B happens, try this way. C happens, here's another idea. Which one feels right for you? What's the thing you're really scared of? And you know, by the way, the throwing up thing, that's the number one fear in kids that kids get worried that they're going to throw up. This is a number one fear kids have. Second one is that you're going to die. And what happens if you also placate the throwing up is it gets way worse because when somebody gets nervous, your stomach chemistry changes. Take me a little while to explain it, but butterflies.
0: So you feel sick.
1: Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden you think that the fact that your stomach is gurgly means you're now going to puke. So when kids get nervous, if you allow them to like ride it out, they're literally going to be like, oh my God, my stomach. Oh my God, I'm going to puke. Oh my God. And now they're escalating into panic. And so you want to intervene at the worry state. Oh, what are you worried about? Okay, well, let's problem solve. What could you do?
0: So helpful now. Thank you.